Knowledge is power, and we are all about empowering the mamas of the world. In each episode, we will unravel and interpret the latest research and evidence-based practices for pregnancy, postpartum, and motherhood. As mums and researchers ourselves, we have experienced firsthand the overwhelming complexity of information, myths, and those classic old wives' tales. I'm Dr. Renee White, and this is The Science of Motherhood. Hello, and welcome to episode 89 of The Science of Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Renee White. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is one of our Check-In Tuesday episodes, which is kind of like a little short snippet, straight-to-the-point episode, which bookends our guest episodes, which is every fortnight where we have a longer kind of conversation with an expert or research academic about something in the pregnancy, birth or postpartum space. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about the importance of postpartum planning. Oh man, this is something that comes up time and time again. I think the conversation kind of goes that we've all got this birth plan, but then apparently we forget ourselves after the baby has arrived. What does what does that mean when the baby arrives? What does life after birth mean for yourself, for your family, for your partner, for your other kids? And in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about why it is important to plan for postpartum. So let's kick off this episode. I guess first I wanted to talk about you know, the susceptibilities of mums during the postpartum period. We are more susceptible to things like anemia, anxiety, depression, fatigue, all of those things. One in five women will have postnatal depression and or anxiety here in Australia. One in three will experience birth trauma and Countless, countless women will be experiencing depletion of some kind, whether that be anemia or, you know, fatigue. It all plays a role in that crucial fourth trimester. And I guess I wanted to talk about why that is so important and possibly the resources that people across Australia and the world can access. There has been an ever-increasing popularity in places like maternity hotels, in particular in Asia. You know, recently we saw some reports around the fact that families are spending anywhere between twenty and fifty thousand dollars for a thirty day stay. And I think, you know, this is actually, although the figure sounds astronomical, it sounds astronomical because it's new and we kind of society may not be valuing mother care after the birth of their baby. I think if we put it in a different light, if you said that you spent twenty to $50,000 on a wedding, that's probably the norm these days and people don't tend to bat an eyelid. And whilst that is amazing and if you've got that opportunity, great, all power to you, but I look at it in the sense that that's a single day you know, that's a single moment. And I guess in this 
current economic crisis. You know, anecdotally, people say that those who look after themselves in the first 40 days after birth are, I guess, investing in the next 40 years of their life. And I want to just touch on why that is said. Although we don't have any cutting-edge research on that as yet, investing in your physical, mental, emotional recovery after the birth of your baby truly is a worthy investment. If you think about it, you know, the physicality of pregnancy and birth is just gargantuan. Like it is such a big process. We are growing a human being. We are birthing a human being. And therefore we know that you are stepping into your postpartum depleted of multiple micronutrients. You have to not only look after your physicality of yourself, but you are then responsible for another human life. Add on sleep deprivation and, you know, for those who choose to exclusively breastfeed, the demands on your body and and mental health are just huge. You then throw in hormones, which we all know are just up and down like a roller coaster at a theme park. It is really quite tough. And so the other thing that we do know is that if you don't invest the time and energy into your postpartum recovery, it doesn't go away. Those depletions don't miraculously go away you will inevitably have to deal with them, whether it be in that fourth trimester or four years down the track. Interestingly, we know from the research that postpartum depression actually is more commonly rearing its ugly head four years postpartum, which is very interesting. A lot of people don't know that. We also know from the research that Those who take 30 minutes per week for self-care are three times less likely to develop postnatal depressive symptoms. Those are the things that we know from the research. And so it stands to reason that investing in your postpartum is so incredibly valuable. But where do we start? How does this all happen? Because I think the majority of us go into our pregnancies with this ideal birth plan, but we don't really know where to start with the postpartum plan. So in this episode, I just want to give you a few little seeds, as I like to call them, seeds that you can plant in your head about conversations that you can have not only with your friends and family around you, but also with yourself. I think that's a really important thing to note. You need to start having real and honest conversations with yourself about what you want your postpartum to look like. So let's have a quick quick rundown of some tips and some conversations that I think would get you started in your postpartum planning. First one, oof, I'm a big believer of this one and the research backs it, self-care. How are you going 
to create time and space for yourself to have self-care. And I really want you to start thinking about it, not as a luxury, but as a have to. It really is. It's, and it, it doesn't need to be 30 minutes every day. It could be five minutes. It could be three minutes. And in some instances, it's only going to be one minute because inevitably we have those days as mums where it's a disaster, but maybe it's just taking that one minute for yourself. You'll get the other minutes the next day. Just stay positive. The second thing I want people to start thinking about is parental leave. Start having a think about what that looks like for you, the conversations that you can have with your team, your managers, so you can have, hopefully, an uninterrupted maternity leave. Have that handover in place well and truly before your estimated due date because, as we know, babies have no idea what day they're coming and they're not robots, so we can't predict it. We really can't. And so I want you to start thinking about what that parental leave looks like. At the same time, at the same time, and we covered this in last week's episode with Karina O'Brien from Working Mama, I want you to start thinking about what your return to work looks like before you've even left. What does that look like to you? How do you want to transition back? Does that look like you coming back, I don't know, two out of the five days of the week? Does that look like you having reduced hours? What does that look like for you and your family? Start thinking about that now, not when you are on your maternity leave. Visitors, oh, visitors, that is a big one to start thinking about. I always say in our postpartum planning sessions, you know, Visitors are a big trigger point for a lot of mums because there seems to be this expectation that having visitors at your house is all about entertaining. And before a baby arrives, sure, that is about entertaining and having people over and making them feel welcome and pouring cups of tea and making sure that there's snacks and, you know, that your house is tidy and that you're looking quote-unquote presentable. That really just all has to go out the window. It does. It really has to go out the window because as a mum, you should not be entertaining. You really shouldn't. They should be looking after you. It should be, you know, turning up with a meal in tow. It could be holding Bubby while you go have a nice hot shower. You need to start thinking about what those visitors look like, who do you want in your space. If those people are causing you high anxiety and stepping over your boundaries and constantly not listening to you, then you need to start rethinking about how you're going to manage those conversations and those people in your space, particularly in those newborn kind of first six weeks. As mothers, we are wired to protect um, our babies And having people within our space who breach those boundaries doesn't have a great impact on our mental health, our physical health. Again, with visitors, make make sure they're short visits. It is exhausting being a mum. And so make sure that those visits, you know, 20 minutes, they come in, they have a quick cuddle, they do a household chore, they get out. They are the perfect visitors. And on that point, rest and healing, so, so important. 
just so, so important for you. You ask any mum who has, I guess, learnt the hard way, maybe first time around where they maybe didn't listen to their body or had that little voice in their head that, you know, they should be bouncing back and out on, you know, the coffee runs, you know, two days afterwards and, you know, all of those expectations that we have sometimes on ourselves but perhaps that society has projected upon us. And so having that time for rest, getting as horizontal as you can, as often as you can, can be the difference between severely exhausted and feeling like, okay, I'm tired, but I still got this, right? So prioritizing your rest and healing, feeding support. What does that look like for you? So often I have these conversations with mamas-to-be and we talk about the fact that, you know, they want to try to exclusively breastfeed. And we always chat about the fact that first and foremost, they need to understand that breastfeeding is a natural phenomenon, but it does not come naturally. And that is quite a in some instances, really hard pill to swallow because we sometimes set ourselves up for failure thinking that, well, you know, I was born to do this. So, you know, it'll just happen. It doesn't. It is. It can be incredibly challenging. And so having the proper people around you to support you is so incredibly valuable. And that includes, you know, highly accredited, internationally recognized lactation consultants who can help you on your feeding journey. And it's not just about, you know, if there's a huge challenge, it's also about building confidence within yourself. It might be just, you know, changing small micro movements to make sure that you're going from an 80% to 100% feeling good about your breastfeeding journey. It could be about acknowledging the fact that maybe breastfeeding is not for you and maybe it's around pumping and, you know, pace bottle feeding. Lactation consultants, good lactation consultants can help you along that journey and support you in the choices that you want to make. Home support is the next one. This is where we need to start having conversations with our partners, with our support people. What does that look like? What is your inner circle? Who are you going to call on when you're having that rough day? What does that look like for you? You need to start thinking about, you know, planning for when it goes pear-shaped. What are we going to do? Who are we calling? Mental health is such a big one. As I said at the beginning of this chat, you know, postpartum mamas are highly susceptible to anxiety and depression. And that is because we go through this incredible journey of matrescence. And in that process, our brain is completely remodeling completely remodeling to accommodate for all the new skill sets that we need as mothers to nurture, to protect, to nourish, to be able to be receptive to our babies' facial expressions, their cries, the tone of the cries, temperature. And and as part of that, it's around 
being perceptive to information. And maybe it is a fallacy of an evolutionary mechanism in combination with things like social media and the internet. But we are we're like sponges. And so we take on all of this information and, you know, that does put us on edge to a degree because we are being perceptive. We are constantly monitoring the information around us to ensure that we are being safe and that we are protected and in turn our children are safe and protected. And unfortunately it comes with you know, misinformation and, you know, just things that are just not true. But we are absorbing that information. And sometimes maybe, you know, it could be a theory of mine that because we're so sleep deprived, we just don't understand or can't pull the logic together fact over fiction. Maybe it's just too hard to deep dive into, you know, that really kind of dense subject topic. It's really hard to navigate that space when you've got so much going on. And in some instances, we take things as gospel and, in fact, they're not true. And so I think it's really important to, you know, make sure that you surround yourself with those who make you feel good and, you know, rethink those who perhaps are you know, providing a bit of a negative impact on your mental health. And so I guess as a totality, you know, planning for your postpartum is incredibly important. More often than not, we hear about the fact that, you know, there are countless appointments for us during pregnancy. And then there's a whole raft of appointments for our babies, you know, after birth. But where are our appointments? We get a six-week checkup, which in some institutions is merely a checkbox and to discuss with us about contraception and then we're sent on our way. But where is the value in putting ourselves first? Where is the discussion around our physical recovery, our check-in about our mental health? and our emotions. Where is that? And so we as mothers need to prepare for that. We need to prepare for our postpartum. We need to stock our fridges and freezers. We need to engage with people within our community, our friends, our families, and have really honest conversations about what we would love for our postpartum. Because as I said at the beginning, An investment in the first 40 days is an investment in the next 40 years of your life. And so with all of these conversations that you can have with your friends and family, these are great as a DIY, but it would be remiss of me to say that if you want someone who has been there, done that, got the T-shirt and does this, and has resources so you don't have to slip down a Google rabbit hole, then feel free to reach out to me. I do this all the time for families. I work with families all across Australia around postpartum planning and what that looks like. I share tips 
and resources that are incredibly trusted, tried, tested, the whole lot. And so if this is something that interests you, then please feel free to reach out to me at ifillyourcup.com. We have a offering called Prep for Fourth. And we spend two hours working closely with you and your family about what your postpartum looks like. This is after you've um, filled out a really comprehensive questionnaire so I can get to know you and your family, your values, your challenges. And so um, we can best prepare you for what you and your family want, a highly curated session. Afterwards, we do a follow-up and I provide you with even more resources to get you started and planning so you can feel really confident about what your postpartum is going to look like. And so you're not going to be worried about trying to find a lactation consultant or a pelvic floor physiotherapist or who am I going to call when I'm having a really shit day because my partner has to go back to work or they're traveling. These things are all discussed in advance and we pop them all in this beautiful postpartum planning guide. So it becomes a fantastic resource for you and your family to call upon when you will inevitably need it. So if this is something that you are interested in exploring, if you are pregnant and you are thinking, holy moly, I have got a birth plan, but I have no idea what I'm doing after the baby arrives, then I suggest that this is for you. All right, then, if you would like to know any more information about our offering for Prep for Fourth, head over to our website, ifillyourcup.com forward slash offerings, and you can have a look at all of our um, offerings there, both for in-home care for our doulas, as well as our postpartum planning sessions. Until next time, see you. Bye. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. If you know someone out there who would also love to listen to this episode, please hit the share button so they can benefit from it as well. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. If you would like to contact us, we are at ifillyourcup.com or you can DM us at ifillyourcup underscore via Instagram. You can find all of our services, including our postpartum in-home care and our fill your freezer meal delivery service as well through both those channels. Thanks so much for listening.